Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today we are going to back to Proverbs 28 and we're going to verse 14. So if you didn't hear yesterday's, you don't have to listen to these in order. Um, But we were in Proverbs 28 verse 13 yesterday. In Proverbs chapter 28 verse 14 says, Always obey the Lord and you will be happy. If you are stubborn, you will be ruined. I feel like every time I read that, it's like dun, dun, dun. And I am very stubborn, like really, really, really stubborn. So I feel like God put that in there specifically for me. I feel like it should be like flashing with glitter and purple rainbows. I guess rainbows are, well, yeah, you could have purple rainbows. You could have like just varying shades of purple all in a rainbow. I feel like this is going, Emily, pay attention. (laughs) Because I can be so stubborn and God can tell me to do one thing and I'll be like, yeah, I want to do it this way. And sometimes God redirects me back and sometimes he's like, fine, do it your way. Let's see how that works out. And it does not work out, not even a little bit. So I know we're only a minute in, but we're going to pause and reflect. I want to pause and reflect on a time in your life where you were stubborn. When you knew God was telling you one thing and you went and did another. And we'll be right back. So as I reflected on all of the times in my life when I have been stubborn, I decided that for once, I don't really feel like sharing all my personal details. (laughs) And God had already told me I could talk about Jonah. So I get a free pass in this episode, not to spill my guts and embarrass myself. So I think about Jonah, right? Jonah is such a great example of being stubborn. God tells him to go to Nineveh and give them a warning. And Jonah doesn't want to do it. So he goes in the opposite direction. And if any of you know the story of Jonah, which I feel is a very common story, but just in case someone doesn't know it, it does not work out for Jonah. He ends up on a ship in a huge storm and he has to get thrown off the ship and he ends up in the belly of a very large sea creature, which some people say is a fish and some people say is a whale and it really doesn't matter because the whole point is that God provided an opportunity for Jonah to rethink his stubbornness. And in the midst of Jonah being inside the sea creature instead of just drowning in the ocean... Jonah decides he's going to do what God asked him to do. He's not happy about it. He doesn't have a good attitude about it, but he says he's going to go do it. And I think about how there's no winning against God, right? Like, um, I don't know who first said it, but they said um, something about my arms are too short to box with God. And I think it's so true, right? Like, I tell God all the time I'm not going to do something or I don't agree with him about something or how I feel about something. And it doesn't really matter what I think because God has a different perspective. His wisdom is wiser than anything we could come up with. And so while he might um, grieve the things that I'm grieving and while he might, you know, have empathy and compassion for the pain that I'm experiencing or... Um, even for my toddler or teenage type temper tantrums, he also sees a bigger picture. And so he's able to feel those things with me, but also to know the situation's going to work out. And sometimes I want to say to God, can you just give me your perspective? Like, can we just, just reveal to me something, anything that's going to encourage me to see the end result's going to be better than what I imagine it to be. And that's when God reminds me that we're walking by faith, right? We're not walking by sight. We are walking by faith. 
And so I think about this verse, always obey the Lord and you will be happy. If you are stubborn, you will be ruined. God has plans to prosper us and to give us a future and a hope. But when we don't operate out of those plans, when he tells us to do something and we are directly disobedient to him, then we are not aligning ourselves with what God wants for for us. And we have no idea how our lack of alignment is creating ruin in our lives. So if we want to be happy, if we want to be blessed, then we need to obey the Lord. I think about um, the prodigal son, right? The parable that Jesus tells about how um, the son goes to his father and says, I want my inheritance now. And the father gives him his inheritance and the son goes off and spends it all and wastes it all and does all kinds of sinful, horrible things and then ends up completely impoverished, like living with pigs in the slop. And I think about how that son did not obey because the Lord has rules about how you treat your parents and about um, inheritance. And he didn't obey and the father gave in to him and he was ruined. He was stubborn and he was ruined. And then in his stubbornness, he continued to be ruined because his stubbornness left him in the pit with the pigs or the pen with the pigs um, in the slop. And it wasn't until he was willing to humble himself and go back to his father and apologize that then he was able to be blessed. His father Um, was just so grateful that he wasn't dead. He was so grateful to receive him back unto him that he didn't humiliate him. He blessed the son and he celebrated the son. And I think about that's how God sees us, right? That when we are stubborn, when we are disobedient to God, he is just waiting with all this love in his heart for us to return to him. He's not waiting with arms folded and toes tapping. You know, all those times where you were disobedient to your parent, like maybe you snuck out or maybe you did what they specifically told you not to do. Um, and then you got busted. And for so many parents, they are like arms folded, foot tapping, fuming mad. But that's not how God responds to us. That's not how God looks at our disobedience. He looks at us with eyes of love and compassion and gentle kindness because of the sacrifice that Jesus made. So we're already forgiven for our sins, but we still have to go back to God. We still have to return to him and be obedient to him and let go of our stubborn fleshly desires. So I pray that whatever you might be stubborn in, in your walk with the Lord right now, I pray that you will let go of that. I pray that as we live our holiest hot mess lives, that we will grow in our ability to be obedient to God and to submit to his word, his will, and his way. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, we are ever so grateful for the sacrifice of Jesus on that cross for the forgiveness of our sins, Lord God. We're so grateful that we can come boldly to your throne, Lord God, to seek your word, your will, and your way for our lives. That Even in our disobedience, Lord God, you are waiting for us to turn from our sinful nature and to return to you, Lord God, with hearts filled with desire to do your word, your will, and your way. Lord, help us to not be stubborn. Help us to not allow our stubbornness to create ruin in our lives, Lord God, but help us to return to you, Lord God, repentant, Lord God, and seeking what it is that you desire from us, that we will be bold and courageous and obedient in you, Lord God. And Father God, we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise as you continue to lead us in how to live our holiest, hot mess lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 
God bless you. I pray that this is a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life. God bless. Thank you.